0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Ray Sorrell Show. This is a special day. First of all, how everybody doing? How everybody doing? I know y'all can't ask me, but I know you can hear me. So how y'all doing? I am so excited today for the show today. Man, look, today we're going to talk about, does your environment shape you? Think about it for a second. Does your environment shape you? Like, why do you think what you think? Why do you do the things that you do? Why do you Go to church that you go to. Why do you cook like you cook? Why do you like the food? See, here's the thing about it. We have been so programmed, and we don't even realize it. So we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about that today. But before we do anything, I want to dedicate this show to my friend who passed away yesterday, 34 years. This is my dude, my boy, my partner, my ace coon, my ride and die, Mr. Glenn Bell. We just want to shout you out, and we're going to come back after this song, and we're going to deal with that hot topic, How? Does your environment shape you Welcome to the race rail show I find a way to get Welcome back to the Ray Sorrell Show. I am Ray Sorrell. I pray that everyone is having a good day, good day. Um, I'm here in the Dallas studio. Man, look at it. It's pretty outside. I'm for real. But you know, Texas, it will be cold in five minutes. So enjoy it while you can. So today's topic is one that is near and dear to my heart. Is near and dear to my heart. This one. Um, and the topic is, does our environment shape us? I mean really think about that for a second. Does our environment shape us? Why do we do the things that we do? You know, a lot of times we don't really think about it. We just go on, we just live life the way that we do because that's how mama did, that's how our daddies did and you know, we don't really understand and I I forgot, sorry, to introduce my special guest. You know, she's here every week with us, sister Mayola Jenkins and maybe she has some some clue because you know, seventy two years she knows something. Hey baby, how you doing? Uh 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 First of all, let me just say this right here. Ain't nobody called and told me nothing. Uh huh. Y'all didn't tell me that Glenn passed away. I like that boy. He was always good to me. Uh huh. Yeah, I used to go by his house sometimes and, you know, he would have some good weed. Uh, um, Sister Mel, we not gonna, that ain't, he didn't smoke weed. Stop doing it. What's wrong with you? Baby, look, I'm telling the truth. Uh-huh. Y'all want to lie on people. I tell the truth. He was a good young man. Uh-huh. So anyway, back to your topic. It's a stupid topic because I do what I do because the Lord told me to. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. It was the Holy Spiritual. Uh-huh. The Holy Spirit? Holy Spiritual. Yes, it was the Holy Spiritual that made me do what I did. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was the Holy Spiritual. Okay. Well, okay. So let me just say this right here. For those of you who may not... Be aware of this. Do you know that companies spend billions of dollars trying to control our minds? Have you ever really just thought about that? Like the commercials and the ads and especially like during Super Bowl and the big events, they spend billions of dollars trying to get us to purchase the things that they have, but they also are trying to control our minds. I know a lot of times we don't think about it because we just live in our life. We're not really thinking about it, but we have to ask ourselves, why do we do the things that we do? You know what I mean? Like, why Why do we feel like that um, we have to go to a Baptist church because we're black? Or because you're Hispanic or you're Latino, you got to be Catholic. Like, we don't even think about why we do the things we do. We just do it. It's like, it's part of our culture and we don't even know what culture comes from. So, you know, I I want y'all to join in on the conversation. I see y'all on Facebook. What's up, Deontay and, and Henry, big brother. What's up, Chance? And, I see y'all, Tanisha and Ernestine. Good to see y'all. If you want to call in, the number is 214-431-5062. 214-431-5062. And I just want to talk about this because I think we really forget how much we're trying to control or people try to control our minds. And it's funny because the Bible says, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ, which means that the only thing that we should be thinking about is the way God wants us to think. We should think the way God wants us to think. And unfortunately we don't do that. And we, we have this situation now where I hear people all the time. saying, I'm living my best life. I'm, I'm living my best life, but by whose standards, you know what I'm saying? Like how are you going to be living, living your best life in the summer? And then you go to the church begging for school supplies right before school starts. I mean, really think about that. You living your best life only when it's convenient for you, but is it because your mother was broke? I ain't trying to hurt nobody, so I'm just talking. Is it because your mother was broke? Is it because your mama, uh, lived a particular way? Why, why do we do the things that we do? Here's something that I thought would be interesting. I looked up the word culture and I, I want y'all to just think about this for a minute. The word culture is actually an agricultural term. Did you know that? It means to cultivate. It means like you're going to cultivate the soil. And what that means is, say, for instance, if you want a crop of corn or if you want an apple tree, you have to get the ground a particular way in order for it to be able to grow the seeds that you're going to plant. Because you can plant the seeds all you want. But if you don't have the proper soil, you're not going to get a good harvest. And that's why when our ancestors came over uh, from Africa and everything, the first thing they did is they began to cultivate our mind. In other words, they began to take away what we knew to be true and then they put in us what they wanted us. So therefore they can have the kind of crop that they wanted. I mean, really think about that. Like how do you, how do you, how can even a, a slave, I mean, really think about that. A slave come from Africa. You, you've been free your whole life and now you're just doing everything the slave masters want you to do. You know, so, so we got to understand it is deeper than that. And, And I see. Okay, I see you. I see you, girl. What's up? What's up, Richard? What's up from Columbus, Ohio? What's up, Chuck? Um, I, I think that we, we, we have to really start taking a look at ourselves. And it's hard for us because us as black people, we have always been told, tell the truth, we've always been told, when God puts a period, don't you put a question mark. Ain't that, ain't that what your mama never told you? Uh, wait, hold on, hold on, baby. Hold on. Let me just say this to you. Don't be talking no blasphemous. Excuse me the blasphemous you you blasphemous if god put a period don't you ask no questions Uh uh-huh don't you ask no questions Uh, sister Mayola, uh jesus asked questions like even on the cross he said my father why have thou forsaken me but that was different they was cool like that Uh uh-huh you ain't you ain't jesus Mm -hmm. you might be christ-like but you ain't jesus so you need to watch your mouth well and again That's the way people were raised. That's the way people think. So it's nothing wrong with asking God questions in a respectful way because he's still God. He's still sovereign. But you don't just tell God what to do. You know what I'm saying? So it's okay to ask questions because a lot of times one of the reasons that we're in we're in situations that we are is that we don't ask the hard questions. And it's difficult, especially as a Christian, when we've been taught our whole life, you don't ask questions. You just do what other people tell you to do. And I don't think that's God. I really don't. I'm sorry, y'all. I, I don't think that's of God. I think I really, I really and truly think that that is something that man has made up because God is a loving God. And you as a parent, you don't mind your kids asking you questions. Matter of fact, you, you, you thankful that they ask you questions. But a lot of times we find ourselves doing things because this is what everyone and their mother had told us what to do. And unfortunately we find ourselves in bad situations. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you never went to your mom and say, mama, why did you leave that light on over the stove when you were growing up or you ever asked your dad, Hey dad, why, when you, you know, you fix the tires, you, you start things off and you put the tools in a particular way. We don't ask questions. A lot of times it's out of fear or a lot of times we just don't know. We don't even think to ask questions. So I just want, I just want y'all to call in. We have a special guest, Andre Mathis. He's going to call around the four o'clock hour, young man doing great things. God has really blessed him. I've been knowing him since he was a baby and he actually just moved back from Australia. So we're going to talk to him about how the environment that he has changed, the environment that he has been in has changed his life. So we really want to talk to him. We want to get an insight because, you know, do you, do you know there's people, there's friends in your family that have never even left that street? Did you know that there are some people that, that they live on the east side of town or the south side of town, and they have never left their street. And what's crazy is they're proud of it. Like they think the world is designed around one street, like one neighborhood. And we forget that the world is so big, y'all. It is so big. So we're going to take a quick break right quick. We're going to take a quick break. If you're watching us via Facebook Live, um, don't be mad. Because, you know, Facebook, they some haters. They're going to they gonna kick us off. So we gonna, you're going to see a little break screen and everything else. It doesn't mean we are gone. Just gone to go to www.fbrn.us in the blue stream. So, therefore, you can listen to the music and everything. Because, trust me, we're going to be jabbing in a minute. I'll be back with you in one second. This is the Ray rail Show. To the Ray Sorel Show. Man, look at y'all blowing Facebook up. I sure appreciate y'all, man. Y'all, y'all have me just smiling. Paul, thank you so much, brother. Paul was the engineer that's been helping me the last two weeks, man. He's a great, dude, man. I really appreciate you. Robert White, what's up, boy? I haven't talked to you in a while. Kim Ratcliffe, all the way from New York City. Shout out to New York. I really appreciate that. Mary, what's up, Beth? I know you gonna be mad at me saying that. What's up, Beth? How you doing, baby? Octavia Rice. My man, smooth Tim of the queen Sylvie show. He's listening to, I really appreciate y'all. Hey man, I'm so excited about this topic today. We're still dealing with does our environment shape us? I mean, really think about that, man. You know, you see how I got my, my sexy voice. Did y'all hear that? You know, see how y'all switch it up. Now, if you're a dude and you listen to that and you got turned on, that wasn't for you. Okay. That wasn't for you. No, no offense to the alphabet people. I'm saying that was just wasn't for you. Okay. Um, Thank you, Tim. Thank you so much, man. Hey, you know what y'all can do? I really appreciate it. If you're watching me via Facebook Live, push that little share button. That's gonna really help a brother out. We want we want to get this word out about this particular topic and everything that's going on. But look, check this out, man. I mean, I really just think about this. Does our environment shape us? Just just for a second, just 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 think about it. Like, I, I know this is one of those things that's that's hard to to, to comprehend. But have you ever asked yourself? Do you date the same kind of men that your mother dated? Mhm. Yeah. Do you date the same kind of women? Do you live in the same neighborhood as your mother or your, or your father or your, your grandmother? When you cook your food, are you identical or very similar to your relatives? You got to understand. See, in social work, they got this, this, this term, right? I'm trying to sound smart. They got this term called pie. P-I-E. P-I-E. Well, uh, um, I like sweet potato pie. Uh huh. I don't, I don't like the other, but, uh sister me, we, we talking about pie, the person in environment. Well, look, baby, it's close to Thanksgiving and I'm hungry. Uh-huh. And you know, the nursing home don't have no good food. Do you know they be giving black people apple pie? We don't like no apple pie. What's wrong? We like sweet potato pie. And it better not be no pumpkin pie either, because I can tell the difference. Uh-huh. Well, okay. So we're talking about a person, right? A person in the environment. In other words. When you wake your kids up, let me just say this right here. Somebody's going to be mad at me, but I don't care because I'm a thug and I can fight a little bit when ain't nobody around. Let me tell you something. When you wake your kids up at 3 o'clock in the morning and you make them get down and start twerking and everything else, do you know you just planted a crazy seed in their head? When you curse people out at Walmart because something happened or, or your your money didn't go through or you didn't get your check on time, do you know these people are watching you? These little kids are going to emulate what they see. So you got to understand that. Not only have you been shaped by the environment, but guess what? Our kids are being shaped by environment also. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right, Octavia. I said your whole name. First of all, let me say this right here. Your whole name is on Facebook. So how are you going to get mad if I say Octavia M. Rice on the radio, but your whole name is on Facebook? hmm you ain't trying to hide. You ain't trying to You ain't got no warrants. I know you. You got a good job. You got, you got a good job and good credit. Y'all shout out to Octavia M. Rice and she gonna tag me up later on, but I don't live in San Antonio no more. So I ain't scared of you. I just want to say that I am not scared of you. Shout out to Justin. Shout out to Roosevelt. That's what we do. Anyway, but the point is we need to understand that everything that we do has been affected or has been, has been touched by the things we believe and our belief system comes from our environment. Just just for a second. Just really think about that. I I, I I didn't know this because me and my dad, we wasn't around each other all the time as kids, but I have a lot of his traits. So not only does your environment shape you, do you realize your DNA does, too? Yeah, your DNA shapes you, too. And that's what's so funny. Let me say this to you, too. I'm about to make somebody mad because there's some people that really think they're cute. You ain't that cute. I just I just want to say this. I know you think you cute, and you take credit for being cute, because I'm fine and I'm sexy. Do you know that wasn't your fault? For real. The only thing you can really take credit for is maintaining what your mom and daddy gave you. For real. If if you think you cute, then you need to thank your parents. Yeah, because two good looking people came together and put together a good gumbo, and out you came. Mm-hmm. and, and, and for, from our engineer gumbo is manudo it's the same thing it's, it's black manudo that's what we do um, see I'm from San Antonio I know what manudo is but I'm saying it's the same thing and a lot of white people walking around Ooh, I'm so fine I'm so pretty I nothing to do with you the only thing you did is maintain it now son of us we started off cute as babies but we just didn't maintain it right we was going to Popeye's chicken and we dealing with stress and all kinds of stuff but really you ain't cute because of you you good looking because of your parents And I'm going to say this right here, if you ugly, it's your parents' fault too. For real, I wouldn't buy my mama and daddy nothing if I was ugly. For real, if I looked like son of y'all, I would never buy a Mother's Day gift or a Father's Day gift because their environment shaped your environment because it was two ugly people got together, listening to some Johnny Taylor and drinking some gin on a Friday night, and they came out with your ugly behind. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. I know that's probably the good Christian thing to say, but sometimes I'm not a good Christian. I just want to say that right there. So don't, don't Matter of fact, check this out. Have you ever wondered why Flavor Flav daddy never came around? Not for real. Just think about it for a second. Why did Flavor Flav's daddy never come around? You know why? Because he would have proof that he slept with Slavor Flav mama. Have you ever seen his mama? Like for real. She looked just like Flavor Flav. It looked like two roaches together. So my thing is, if you, if you don't want ugly kids, don't date an ugly woman. That's just, that's just bottom line. Anyway, that's, that's just back to what I was talking about. Baby, you know what? I be listening to you week after week. And I'm starting to realize something. Something wrong with you. For real, I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on, I ain't talking about the VA kinda crazy. I mean, something is seriously wrong with you. How you gonna call that woman ugly? Uh-huh. How you going to call that woman? I mean, she is ugly, though. I've seen her. For real. I ain't going to lie to you. I have seen her. When I first saw her, I wanted to step on her. I thought she was a big old roach, but I wouldn't tell her that to her face. Mm hmm. Matter of fact, she was in my church before, she stepped on my shoe. She sure did. And the thing about it, I almost slapped her, but I figured God had I already slapped her with all her ugliness. Mm mm-hmm. Okay. Y'all, I just want to... Y'all forgive Sister Mayola. She sometimes be... Yeah. In a different place. And I'd be like, you need to stop that. But I'm just telling you the truth. So here's my thing right here. One of the things that I hear black people say a lot. And if you're listening today, black people, Hispanic, white people, whatever you identify yourself with, do not call us crabs in the barrel anymore. I mean, really think about that. That is such an ugly thing to call a person that looks like you a crab in a barrel. And we always make the analogy that black people are like crabs in a barrel. Why is that? I mean, really think about that. Why, have you ever seen a, a, a crab in its natural environment? Think about it. A crab don't step on each other. A crab don't you know, crawl on top of another one and pull another one down. It's not the crab that's the problem. It's the barrel. Oh, that's good right there that's good preaching it's the barrel that's the problem and the barrel is the system that we call america and unfortunately the system is designed to pull us back every time we move two steps ahead we have to move two, two, um, two feet back matter of fact there's this thing that we have always been called the black tax now some people don't understand what that is so uh white america let me educate you real quick the black tax is we have to work twice as hard twice as long to get half the pay and half the recognition yeah i just gave it, i just gave it away a lot of people don't understand they never heard of the black tax but we as black people we have already understood for real think about think about obama Whether you like Obama or not, whether you agree with his policies, and I ain't going to lie, I love me some President Obama, and it was really because of Michelle, because Michelle looked good. So my thing is, if you got a first lady look like that, then that's the dude I'm going to ride with. But think about it. I mean, just think about it for a second. If Obama did half the stuff that Trump did, I mean, just, y'all remember when he wore that tan suit, and everybody in their mama was mad because they had a tan suit? Now, this man, Trump, He didn't left his wife in rain sometime like she'd be coming down Air Force One and she'd just be by herself. I'm like, I know y'all got two umbrellas. If this fool ain't going to at least carry the umbrella or stop her from getting wet, I know you can give her. But they don't even care. They don't even care. But that's the society that they came up under. And she knew it, too. She knew she when she went to sleep with that old ugly dude. She knew good and well that she was going to get mistreated. But he had money. That was the environment that she came from, and that's what she wanted. So here's my thing: you got to sometimes tell the truth. Look at your environment and ask yourself: is it healthy for us? Is it healthy for us? Is the environment that we in is it conducive? Is it productive to where we are trying to go? Please understand. Look, I I, I saw something. I, I I read a quote earlier, and I just I just wanna. I mean, I saw a quote earlier, and I just have to share it with y'all. I think it was so awesome, right? The quote says our way of thinking creates good or bad outcomes. This guy named Stephen Richard said that our way of thinking creates good or bad outcomes. Watch this. Dale Carnegie says, hmm, I don't know if that's Carnegie Hall or not. I don't, I don't really know, but it says happiness doesn't depend upon who you are or what you have. It depends solely upon how you think. Ain't that good? Ain't that good? Like, 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 remember when you was a kid and you was broke? Do you know you broke? You know why? Cause you didn't think broke. Everybody in neighborhood was broke. Everybody played kickball. Everybody played two square. Everybody played high go get it if you was bad. Y'all that don't know what high go get it is, you just asked somebody cause we were, we were nasty. I know y'all good church folks don't remember playing high and go seek. But some of y'all be sleeping with the pastor now because you started off playing hang on see. I just wanted to put that out there. Uh, baby, you just messy. You just messy. You're always talking about somebody. Well, sis, man, I'm just telling the truth, you know. Okay. Here's, here's the last one. We are not what we eat. We are what we think. That's by Walter Anderson. That, that's good right there, right? We are not what we eat. We are what we think. Man. And, and, The problem is a lot of times we don't even want to step outside our box because we know that people are going to talk about us. We know that people are going to dog us out because we don't think like they think we don't do like they do. I remember when I first started preaching up and I was at at the church and my pastor said, I mean, you, you preach good and everything. You're a good teacher. But he said something that was interesting. He said, and I thought it was funny. He said, but you don't hoop. I said, what do you mean? He said, you know, you got to take them to the cross. You got to, you got to entertain black folks. And I was like, well, I really don't do that. He said, just try it one day. Start off with a scripture and use that scripture and and just, you know, chime up with it. And the music man going to help you out and everything and I was Okay. Well, I'll, I'll try. Right. You know, cause the pressure. So yeah, I got up there with my crazy behind and y'all know I'm stupid. Like anybody ever seen me preach? I am. I'm a comic in my heart. I don't know how to be serious all the time. And I'm sitting up there and I'm, I'm, I'm preaching. And, and he, he's like, come on, boy. Go to the cross go to the cross you know, that's that's the black man it's called a call and response so i said okay i'm gonna go ahead and try this thing right here so i use a popular scripture everybody know you know i'm saying blessed is he ha, um a man that walks not ha, in the shadow of it." and while people start standing up and preachers behind me got crazy and start hugging themselves i ain't never understood that if you have never been to a black church Carlos, let me tell you something. We hug ourselves like, you know, we hug, like we have church, like we got, we going to sweat out a perm at our church. I'm just saying. So when I started doing it, I said, okay, they like that right there. You know, so I was like, all right, let me keep going. Let me keep going. I said, uh, for no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And then they just start shouting my dumb behind, turn around and start laughing. In the middle of the, I mean, I just turned around and I just started laughing, and I was like, and my pastor, I said, you know, the doors of the church open, and I said, my pastor, was like, nigga, what is your problem? I said, pastor, don't be mad at me, don't be, <laughs> don't be mad at me. That's just not what I do. I'm not that kind of preacher that's gonna, you know, try to entertain people. That's just not what I do. So with that being said, with that being said, I'm, I'm still thinking about my boy Glenn. You know what I'm saying? And I never forget he came to my house. When I had started to change, I had started to move out and and started to stop doing certain things. I wasn't smoking weed no more. I wasn't getting drunk every weekend. And I was like, I was getting drunk every other weekend, but I was like, let me just, let me just step away. And I never forget, he came around to my house. He said, man, I just wanted to tell you something. I ain't mad at you. With that being said, I'll be right back. Listen back, listen to the Race of Rail show. I'll be right back. Keep it
1: locked. Yes. No, I ain't going
2: Now we was once two brothers of the same kind. Quick to approach a ghetto cutie with the same line. You was just a little smaller, but you still roll. Got stretched to Y-A, hit the hood swole. Remember when you had a Jerry Curl? Never quite learned. Drinking 90 proof on the roof, tripping off Sherm. Collect calls to the tilt, singing how you change. Oh, you were listening that? No more dope games. I just got the phone call. Heard you got banned. want to go to the mobs. No time for females. I'm losing touch with my homie. He's a changed man. He hit the pin and now no sinning. is the game plan. When I say I'm living large, all you see is the struggle. When I say I'm still tugging, all you see is the trouble. Congratulations on the wedding. I hope your wife knows She got a player for life And everybody miss I know we grew a You probably don't remember I used to be for the sister But never did get with her And I can see us after school We balled on the first player haters with the wrong set on Now the whole thing changed Cause we don't even kick it Got a big money scheme if you ain't even with it You in my heart You was the same young brother that When it's time for Bo-Go To the we we'll watch the brothers back I can't even lie, cause I ain't laughing at you You tryin' hard to maintain, but go ahead, cause I ain't, oh, oh, oh. I, ain't I ain't mad at you I ain't
1: mad
2: at you I ain't mad at you I ain't mad at you We used to be like distant cousins Fighting, playing dozens, whole neighborhood wasn't. No that we wasn't used to catch us on the roof or behind the stairs. I'm getting blitzed and I reminisce on all the
3: times we shared. Besides coughing and grinding wasn't nothing on our mind. In time
2: we learned to live a life of crime. Rewind me back to a place which was much too young to know. I caught a love loving the way the guns plucked. And even though we separated, Told me you wait. Don't get nobody my lovin' while I be locked up state I kiss my mama goodbye and wipe the tears from my lonely eyes Said I'll return, but I gotta fight the fix to ride Don't shed a tear, mama, I ain't happy here I been drowned on those for a couple of years They got me going max. I'm knocking busters on their backs in my cell, thinking, hell, I know one day I'll be back. But as soon as I touch that, I tell my girl I'll be there. I'm to get loved at. My homies want to kick it, but I'm slapping at you. Y'all play too many games. And mad at you. I ain't mad at
1: you. Give us for living, while all my homies stuck in prison
2: Barely grieving, believing that the world is a prison It's like a ghetto, we can never leave A broken rose giving bloom through the cracks of the concrete So many other things for us to see Things to be, our history so full of tragedy and misery To all my homies, never made it home The dead peers I share tattooed tears for when I'm alone Picture us inside a ghetto heaven A place to rest, find in peace through this land of stress. In my chest, I feel pain coming, sudden storm. Like full of rain in this game, watch for Lanthorn. Our unborn, never got to grow, never got to see what's next. In this world full of countless threats, I beg God to make a way for our ghetto kids to breathe. Show a sign, make us all believe, cause I ain't mad at you. For all the homeboys that passed away. Amen. All the homeboys locked in jail. All the people that lost the love on this
1: year.
2: Hell no, I
0: Sorrell show hey a lot of y'all was asking me on Facebook like who did my theme right like just I don't know if y'all were trying to do your own show or whatever but my band Cedric Bellamy like he's dope like Cedric Bellamy at streetlegion.com now he's, he's fancy it's street L I G O N, like street and religion so if y'all want to man y'all need to holler at him like you know y'all know him at street legacy but he's a great host he's a dope poet and that's Lala like anybody know Lala? I cannot pronounce that girl last name, so I'm not going to mess it up on the radio. But Lala and Angela and Zitra and Jeff, you know, like the whole Street Legion team, man, they just really looked out for me and he was like, yo, Unc, you need a theme song. You need a theme song. I was like, man, I feel like Shaft. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, shout out to this, uh, you know, the whole Street Legion team. We, we're, we're still talking about, does our environment shape us? Like, this is something I really want you to, to do this week. I'm going to give you homework. I give people homework every week. Look around your environment. Look around the people. Look at the people around you. Ask yourself, do birds of a feather really flock together? You know what I'm saying? Like, like just, just look at your friends. Just look at your friends. My mama used to say something a long time ago. She said, boy, if I look at your friends, I can identify you. Show me your friends and I can show you who you are. And that that bothered me, man, because, you know, nothing against some of my friends, but some of them was in bad places. Like they didn't have no goals, no aspirations. They wasn't trying to go anywhere. They wasn't trying to do anything. And I'm not dogging them out, especially if we're still friends. But you got to understand you have to break the cycle. Right. There's this thing called cycle of socialization. And what that is, is you do what everybody else does and you just go in a big old circle and you got to ask yourself. Is this what you want for your life? Is this what you want to do with your life? It's your life. Let me, let me tell you something. It's, you can't blame the white man. You can't blame the people on your job. You can't blame your mommy and your daddy. Don't get me wrong. Things happen. I get that. Things happen and it and, and makes things more difficult for you in your life. But don't get it twisted. Do not get it twisted. A lot of times it's you. Let me just say it again. A lot of times it's you. It's it's not everyone else. It's you. And you have to understand that if you don't change your life, your life will not change. The people in, around you, they can affect you, but they can't make you. Okay? We got to do a quick break of pause for the cause, but I'll be right back. Keep it locked on the Sorrell show. Hey, this is Michael,
4: and this is Jill,
0: and I'm
5: Jeremy Catch our show, the RCDRL Nation Radio Show, every Monday from 7 to 9. On our show, you'll be able to hear about the fast, furious, family
2: fun of championship RC drag racing. We will cover the news around the league, including race recaps, new products from our industry sponsors, and more.
4: So don't miss the
2: RCDRL Nation Radio Show every Monday night from 7 to 9 p.m. here on the Fishbowl Radio Network, Blue Stream. When it's time to advertise your company, business, product, service, think FishbowlRadio.com. The largest personality-driven internet radio network in the world. Operating 24-7 with over 100 diverse shows, music, talk, news, inspirational, sports, entertainment. 750,000 listeners a month and growing local, national, global. Now is the time to take advantage of the growth potential of internet radio advertising with FishbowlRadio.com. Call 817-633-4880 and... Jump in. Share your voice, opinions, creativity, ideas, music, FBRN.us, Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in.
0: Love that! Welcome back to the Ray Sorrell Show. We are having a good time. I don't know about y'all. I hope y'all are having a good time. I really want to entertain y'all, but at the same time, give y'all some some wisdom, some knowledge, or something like that. I know a lot of y'all at work, and you're sneaking and listening. Don't get fired listening to this show. I mean, I appreciate it. I, Lord knows, I appreciate it, but I don't want y'all to get fired. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to tell y'all thank y'all for listening for for chiming in. A lot of y'all, man, this week has really blessed me. Y'all have called me. Y'all text me uh y'all shared my videos but at the same time y'all just called and checked on me because you know that's my dude you know what i'm saying so i'm still trying to make this a good show but at the same time kind of dealing with that right there but the thing about our environment man i just want to continue that just for a second remember uh in a few minutes we're going to have a young man by the name of andre mathis andre mathis just moved back uh from san antonio i mean from uh australia matter of fact he was in australia uh he moved to new york then he moved to australia and he's from San Antonio, like his whole family was raised and bred in the, what we call sudden death. No, no, y'all may not understand what that is. Sudden death, sudden homes, sudden homes. And this young man has broke the cycle. He said, you know, I'm going to do something different. So y'all keep it locked because he, he'll be with us in a minute. Um But I just want to continue because here's the thing. If we know that our environment shapes us, the next thing we're going to talk about is how do we break that cycle? Right? On the next hour, we're coming back with how, how are we going to break that cycle? Because, you know, we got to understand that you can know that something's wrong. Like you can know it. You can have all the knowledge in the world that something is wrong. But if you don't break the cycle, what good does it do? Right? Like what good does it do? Let me, let me just say this for you. First of all, no one wants to be alone. And part of the problem of breaking the cycle is, you realize that you're going to be alone. What's up, Eric? What's up, Oscar? You're going to know that you're going to be alone. And even hardened criminals. I mean, you can be the toughest OG, triple, triple OG. And in prison, you know what they'll do? They'll place your heart behind in solitary confinement. Because God never designed us to be by ourselves. So I understand that sometimes we go with the flow, even when it don't feel right. Like many of us have found ourselves at parties Or at clubs or in situations that we're not even comfortable at. Like, have you ever been in a room and you're there and it's a whole lot of people around you, but you're not comfortable because you've outgrown that environment? And because you've outgrown that environment, you feel a certain way. You feel uncomfortable because you feel like that this is what I'm supposed to do because this is what everyone else is doing. But you're not happy. You go home and 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 your wig smell like weed. That's right. I said, it. baby, you're just so rude. How are you going to talk about people's weed? I mean, some people, well, you know, what I do, I just put mine on the clothesline. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. I put my weave on the clothesline because I don't want to be smelling like smoke mm-hmm. when I go to church the next day because pastor, know I'm a good Christian. Right on. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Sister Melody Jenkins. I'm just saying that sometimes you have to be willing to step out of your comfort zone. And that means that sometimes you're going to be alone. Let me say it again. Sometimes you're going to be alone and that's okay because just because you're alone don't mean you're lonely. Let me say this. Please learn to enjoy your own company. That's part of the problem that a lot of people have. They don't know how to enjoy their own company. They're so busy wanting to be around somebody just to be seen. But have you ever just fell in love with yourself? Like for real, just just fell in love with yourself. Like you know, just be by yourself and and don't worry about what nobody else is thinking. Sister, what what you think about that? Well, baby, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I got in trouble last week because I thought I was still at my house, and I was just walking around the nursery home, bucky naked. Uh huh. I was just naked and and. People were looking at me like, "What's wrong with her?" That's like, and this one man called me an octopus. I said, "An octopus." She said, "Well, she thought I had four arms, but you know, you know, gravity then took over, baby. So, you know, I certain parts of my body they don't stand up like they used to. Mm-hmm. But I was like what you were saying." I was just alone, me and the Lord. Me and the Lord, and I was butt naked. I mean, I wasn't real naked. I had my pamper on, but, you know, it was wet, so it was sagging. You know, I look like one of them little gangsters. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah, Sister Mayola, thank you so much for sharing with that. Hey, y'all, we're going to take a quick music break. Um, yeah, because Sister Mayola just yeah made me look look real crazy, just real crazy. But anyway, y'all make sure y'all keep it locked on the Racer Rail Show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. When I was young the song was
0: To the Ray Sorrell Show, I am your host, Ray Sorrell. So during the break, we had our caller, our guest of honor, our VIP, Mister Andre Mathis. He just uh, he just called again. Andre, how you doing today?
4: I'm doing well. How about yourself?
0: Is that a good sound right there? Okay, I'm just gonna make sure everybody can hear you. That's cool. Okay. Andre, I I I reached out to you last night, which was last minute, but it's like God really put you on my heart. I promise you he did. And I am so <laughs> proud of you because I've been, first of all, I've been knowing you since you was a little boy, right? Like your mom has true. put up with me for years, right? We're not going to say her name because I don't <laughs> want to get beat down. But i shout out to your mom, a great woman, a great mother an awesome human being. She has put up with me for years and we've been, matter of fact, she's actually my oldest friend from second grade. And well, I'm <laughs> going to say that she probably won't say that right now. I, I made a man. But anyway, the point is I have seen you grow and mature and just be awesome all your life. Right. I have, I have seen you be awesome your whole life. And my thing is I really and truly want to know how does it feel to break the chains that you have broken because you are, you have, you are not nowhere near where most other people in your, in your circle, in your age bracket is. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so how does it, how does it feel? Um, how does it feel to, um, I don't know, go to Australia. Matter of fact, tell everybody what, what is your degree in? What is your degree? In? How about that?
4: Okay, um, yeah, so um, first, thank, thank you for, for all the kind words and all the compliments. Um, my, uh, my background is uh, I, I started off first like uh, in music education. Um, that's what I first went to school for. Um, shortly into my degree, I actually switched over to accounting. So my, I have a bachelor's degree in accounting. Um, I then got a minor at the same time in music, since that was a big part of my life uh after that i went on to pursue a master's degree in accounting so i now hold my master's of accountancy um and then i hold a cpa uh certification as well
0: so hold on so you mean to tell me hold on because you know me and math don't go together i don't know if it's that new math or what me, me and math don't go together <laughs> so you have a master's degree in accounting oh,
4: mm-hmm, i do
0: good lord <laughs> have mercy First of all, what what made you, at what age did you, and I'm just curious now, this is like not really part of the interview, but what made you like math of all, you know, because a lot of people have problems with math. So what made you say, you know what, math is where I'm going to go?
4: So it's quite, it's quite interesting, right? Um, I mean, I, I, I liked math in, in grade school and in secondary school and all, all the way through school i I, I enjoyed math but i never thought that it would be the direction of like my career um to be honest like i thought that i would go straight into either the medical profession because as you know like a lot of my family comes from the medical end the medical spectrum and so i thought that was definitely a career passion for me i saw my mom work in the nursing field for such a long time that i thought that's where i would go um, but soon into high school, I went to a science and engineering academy. I realized that that wasn't truly a passion for me. Um, and so, but music was, so, uh, I started music and started college going through music and, um, I enjoyed it a ton, but it quickly became more of a, a job than it was like the, what originally got me into music, which was my passion. Um, so I knew that if I didn't go into something science based or something music based, I would Go into something business based. Um, I went to, I took one of those like quizzes, you know, that tells you like, oh, this is like this is kind of what you're cut out for. Mm-hmm. Um, and business was one of them. Accounting actually wasn't, finance was. And so when I was in my uh, part way through my undergrad, I actually just decided to enroll in a finance class and an intro to financial finance class and an intro to financial accounting class. Um, I had probably the best professor I've had throughout my entire um, education career, educational career. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, that I did really well in the class and it, was, it wasn't a path that I'd ever created for myself. But in that class, I realized that I have like a future. I have a knack for accounting and I, I understand the complexities of it and they didn't seem very complex to me. And that, that's just, you know, it was kind of a mixture of I was good at it and I did well in it and like, let's see where this takes me. And, uh, I kind of just took my hands off the wheel and just kind of, you know, let's like thought, let's go take this on for a ride. And it's, it's panned out well for me very well.
0: Now, now tell me about this right here. Um, because, you know, last time I saw you, um, great meeting uh, Mr. Igor, right? Did I say his name right? Igor? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Y'all were about to move to Australia. Please yep. tell me how that was. Because, <laughs> I mean, no, think about it. I mean, I know people that went to Jamaica. You know what I'm saying? Some people that went to the Bahamas and Hawaii and, you know, different places like that. But to go across the world, Oh, I should say around the world and move to Australia. Please share with me. I mean, because they had to be a little nervous. Am I right? Were you scared or how did that work?
4: So, you know, it's I get that question so often. Like, you know, like what, why Australia and like, were you nervous? Like, had you ever been before? Um, I mean, and as you know, like I, I moved directly from New York, from Texas, without ever having been lived here or done anything in in the city. Um, And so for me, it actually wasn't that scary. You know, like, I've always chased adventure. And I've always just allowed myself that if an opportunity presented itself, I'd say yes to it. Um, Because I'm at the point in my life where I'm so young, like, you know, I don't have children, I don't have you know, I I don't have many things that would that would necessarily hold me to one spot. Mm-hmm. And not saying that children hold you to one spot either. I have a ton of friends in Australia that I moved with their entire family. But I saw my firm has a lot of opportunities to travel travel globally.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And being in the business profession, it's it's just the profession itself is moving to this global platform, right where. Businesses don't have borders, and, and in order to understand business better, you need to experience different business cultures and experience different cultures, right? Because business isn't just math, numbers, and and the paperwork. It's also the big component of it. It's people. You know, my firm is extremely global, and so in an effort to better align the global initiatives of the firm, you um, there was an opportunity that presented itself for me to travel abroad to Australia and learn a little bit of, more about their business culture, what things I can bring from the U S to their business and vice versa to help just grow the brand of the country. I mean, of the firm. Uh, I so, saw that as like a very positive opportunity for me and my career.
0: But Andre, let and, me
4: uh, you. And he, yeah.
0: Go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, I just got a quick question. How was yeah. it like, because think about it, when you, when like, when I, I remember I went to the Bahamas, and I'm like, oh, this is different, and Jamaica, and, you know, I've been to a, a couple of places, but how did it feel, like, when you stepped off that plane, right, and... Oh, baby, didn't mm-hmm. you drive over there? You couldn't drive to Australia? No, Sister Mayola, you, you gotta, you gotta catch a, a plane. uh uh-uh, baby, I ain't getting up in the, You know, if Jesus wanted me to spread my wings, I'd be like, trooping, do it, but I'm not... Okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, Andre back. I'm sorry. She crate, I'm sorry. sorry she- <laughs> My question was when you a- first got off the plane, I'm sorry, when you first got off the plane and you was like, this is where I'm going to live. Was there any type of fear? Because there are people who are afraid. And you know this, Andre, you, you from San Antonio, you noticed that some people don't even live, the, leave the East side. And I'm not dogging anybody out. I'm just talking about facts. Some people don't leave the, leave the East side. Some people don't leave, their neighborhood, their block. How did you feel saying this is where I'm going to live? Was there any type of fear at all? Or are you just that fearless?
4: Um, I, I mean, so there wasn't a great amount of fear. I think there may be, there may have been a little bit of the unknown, you know, like I didn't know, obviously, like there's these perceptions of Australia, you know, from long, terms of like, you know, I didn't know, would there be black people? Like, would I like things that you, things that you naturally <laughs> yeah, think yeah. when you're in a new country that you've never been to. So I think like, that was my only thing was like, will I fit into the environment here? You know, will I be as successful here? Mm-hmm. There was those, like those ounces of fear. But at the same time, it was extremely, it, like, it was so exciting. I th- like, I'm in, a am in, I'm all the way across the world, right? Like, kind of like the furthest you can go in this isolated island what large island of australia that it's kind of like this mystic land like i mean for me it was more exciting than anything that masked all the fear that i had about like all the unknown things um but for me when i stepped off the plane i was like like this is an opportunity like this is this is going to be fun like i i've never known anyone to do this like that's close to me and like let's just take it like let's Let's take it for what it's, you know, for what it is.
0: And that's, that's how I approach that. So let me ask you this. How would you, cause you, you know, you're talking to a global audience, you're talking to people that we, we, me and you both would never meet. Right. How mm-hmm. would you tell them, you know, they've been sitting around, they've been thinking, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know, a lot of times we have this, this idea. I want to do it, but they don't do it. I'm, I'm going to go back to school, but they're not doing it yet. Now correct me if I'm wrong. You're not even 30 yet, right? Not to March 13th, no. right? 14th. Right? I'm almost
4: there. Yeah,
0: March 14th. I'll be there. I'm good, boy. <laughs> I'm good. I see. I see Jesus. You right. are. Um, well, you know, I bought a lot of birthday presents. Anyway, um, <laughs> but but <laughs> how how would you tell people? If someone comes up to you, and say, "Look, I want to start a business, but I'm scared. I want to." Uh, travel the world. I want to go for my dreams, but people are talking about me. People are hating on me. I can't do it because of whatever. How would you tell them? How would you describe to them what, what the next step should be?
1: Hmm.
0: That's
4: hmm. a, that's a good question. Um You know, sometimes it's difficult for me to answer the, the question because like, I'm, I'm just the, uh, like, if there's something I want to do, I I just do it. You know, like, I, I worry about the consequences later, mm-hmm. um, because I I feel that that's what stops people from ever achieving like their greatest potential. That's what stops people from taking that leap of faith. That's what stops people from like even progressing just a little bit in life. That 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 fear, right? Um, so I mean, my biggest thing is if you like, if you want to do something, like go out and do it. At the end of the day, I believe that everyone's responsibility is to themselves first, right? No matter if you're, like, a parent, if you're a spouse, or if you're any of those things, if if you really want to do something because that makes you happy, you have to do it. Because you can't be the best version of yourself. You can't contribute to the world at large yourself if you keep yourself in this small box, if you never take that leap, if you never, ever you know, take go back to school, take that leap to go back to school, never go pursue that degree or Mm -hmm. any of those things. Like you're never going to be the best person that you can be. And like, I'm I'm a firm believer that like you, you only live one life. Like you only live one life and nothing can, like, you're not going to take the money with you. You're not going to take any of these other things with you. But the one thing that you will have on like your deathbed is the way you feel about the life that you've lived. And Mm -hmm. to me, when, I get, when I'm, like, on my deathbed or however it is, however it appears at that moment, I want to know that, like, I lived my life to the fullest that I could have lived it. And, like, the only person that has that responsibility to you is you. Like, mm. no one else can control that. So, you know, take the leap, take the, like, just do what you want to do. And without regard to what anyone else's inputs are, what anyone else's perspectives are, do what makes
0: you happy. You know what? I'm, let me say this, man. Where's the applause button? I know there's an applause button on here somewhere. Let me see if I got it right. Uh, where's the applause button? At? Am I am I in the right place? Cause I got I got to give you an applause. No, I I, I, I I ain't doing it right. I'm sorry. See, that's that's why you need somebody to help you out. I just went. Nah, no, for real. You need your your huh? sound engineer. There we go. He me, it says it right there, applause. I can't spell. I, I can't spell. I didn't know how you spell applause. Cause you know, we don't say applause. We say clap. We say, <laughs> it's, you know, but then again, you know. Now you can say, now you'll say both. You know? I'll say both. <laughs> Baby, I thought the clap was that thing you get. And then, you know, when well, you get the doctor and then they give you the shot, I got the clap. Let me tell you something real fast. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm enjoying this conversation. He's a sharp young man. Uh-huh. I got the clap from Booker T. Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was doing something with him and George Washington Carver with some peanut butter, but that's just a whole nother story. Maybe this ain't, this is a good Christian show. I can't be talking like that. Okay. okay I'm sorry. Okay. Andre, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Sister Mayola, go back to sleep. Just, you watch your mouth. Uh-huh. um, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. So I, I just want to tell you, first of all, Thank you for taking time out your day to call in. Cause I know it was last minute. I called you last night. What, you know, inboxed you on Facebook last night and (laughs) you are such an inspiration. One of the things that we do in our community is we preach humility and I think there should be a balance with that. It's nothing wrong with being humble. I think that's a beautiful thing. I think we should be humble, but at the same time, we need to pat ourselves on the back because if we're waiting for other people to pat us on the back, we're going to go crazy. For real. Sometimes you have to look in the mirror and say, I'm proud of me. And I want to tell you, just in case you don't know, I am so proud of you. For real. The things (laughs) you you have done, I, I know. And you talked about this last night, the sacrifices that your mom made for you and different people, the sacrifices you made for you. Can I can I say that? The sacrifice you made yeah, for you when yeah. everybody else was going to the sure. club, you were studying. You know what I'm saying? When everybody else was out doing their thing, you was handling your business. And for a young man that's not even 30 years old, baby, you just a baby. Uh-huh.
1: I got <laughs> bras
0: older than you. Uh-huh. I, I'm sorry, Andre. She, she <laughs> Every now and then, she just pops up. I don't know what's wrong with her. She, I'll, yeah. take you, I'll take, take it. You'll take it. right? If I can stay young forever. So, that would be the goal. Wait a minute, baby. So you trying to say something wrong with being old? You watch yourself. No, 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 no. I think that's what you said. See, I, I thought he said your mama brought you up right. But and now you acting all grown and mannish. Mm-hmm. You need to watch yourself. Mm-hmm. You need to be like that guy that's watching us on Facebook, Robert Sutherland. He's so cute, a little short <laughs> self. How you doing, Robert? Uh huh. And Allison Ingram, y'all know him by chance. Mm-hmm. I know him. I know him. He work at Walmart. I think he be taking stuff out the back the door. Y'all need to watch him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um yeah. Andre, uh, be- before I let you go, is there anything else you want to say? Any other comments or anything that you, 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 you know, you want to say right now?
4: Um, let's see. Um, no, I mean, I think, you know, like in, in, in the spirit of like, you know, the whole uh, topic of, of the conversation today, um, I think it's, it's important. One thing that I've, I've learned is that obviously I think that people come from all types of backgrounds with all sorts of hurdles and obstacles and environmental challenges, either that, whether that be family or peers, whatever it may be. I think it's important that 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 as you progress, no matter what it is that you're doing in life, um, you have to you have to take the steps to to look at the positives in every aspect of your life. No matter, you know, if everything seems like it's going completely astray, or if everything seems like it's just tumbling on down Mm -hmm. on you, I'm I'm a firm believer that I've gotten so far even through like some of the more challenging times that like my, that my family has had, you know, and I, I know you, you were there to witness that as well. I think something that always separated me from, from, from many was that I didn't see the tumbling house. I didn't see the falling bricks. I didn't see the negativity or any of those things that may have happened. I always try to see the, the, the positive things, right? Because I feel that, In life, that's the only thing that you can control. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't, you can't help that negative things are going to happen to you. You can't help that negative people are going to enter into your life. You can't help that there are going to be circumstances that are going to severely impact you that you cannot control. But your reaction to all of those moments and how you get back up and how you see that light that keeps pushing you forward is 100% in your control. That's always your responsibility, you know, like you can choose the outcome, but you but you can like choose the way you look at it at times, you know, like, wow. and so I, I think that's a key thing that that especially in our community that that we fall short of viewing, you know, because I think sometimes there can be a lot of negativity especially in the world today but like there's always that glimpse of positivity Mm -hmm. and that that is what will keep you pushing forward and that's the thing that will keep you working hard and keep the momentum going for you in your life and so I just I really want to say that because I I think it's important that that we that we try to see the positives in every environment and every situation
0: wow watch this watch this I, I can't hear it on this stand. Oh, you can't hear it? Oh, man. That was my second time I pushed the applause. I, I thought I knew what I was doing. Well, but, Andre, I'll, I'll, do go, I'll, I'll go back and watch it on Facebook.
4: Okay. I'm not able to watch it in the office
0: right now. But I will. Oh, you okay. at work. I'm sorry. Hey, I just want to tell you. No, you're you. fine. Thank you so, so much for, you know, coming in on the show and, um you know, just just hanging out with me, man. I really, really appreciate it. I know it's last minute, but uh I want to tell you again, thank you so much. Kudos to you and everything that you're doing. Uh, be safe up there in new york i know it's probably a little cold up there but um yeah, it's
4: freezing right now it's
0: free- <laughs> <laughs> i know i, I don't want to tell you that it's like 65 <laughs> degrees here yeah my bad my bad i didn't want to do that but andre thank you again it's for all, all day man i really appreciate you brother
4: no thank you so much for having me and and congratulations on on all your success and your show and i Wish you the best going forward, and
0: I hope that God continues to bless you. Man, to God be the glory. To God be the glory. You have a good one, Andre. Thank you again for calling in, brother. You too. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good one. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, wow. That was cool, y'all. That was cool. I don't know about y'all, but I was inspired. This young man ain't even 30 years old yet, and he's just talking like, I don't care. I'm going to live my best life. Everybody else talking about living their best life? But he's actually doing and doing his best life. So I just want, just for a second, imagine you owning your own business. Imagine you walking that stage and getting that degree. Imagine you actually being in a happy, committed relationship. Imagine yourself doing everything that you have put your mind to do. Let me tell y'all something. It's possible. You don't have to go down no line and pay a hundred dollars to some jack leg preacher that's hustling you and, and him profit lying over you. Let me tell you something. God wants you to be happy. God wants you to have the best of your life and just imagine it just for a second. Just for a second. Just imagine everything that you have worked hard for coming to pass. I believe it can happen, y'all. I really believe it can happen. I'm going to take a break right quick, but, um, I'm going to leave y'all with this song. Keep it locked on the race rail show.
6: Thank you. I'm going to see myself the way you see me. Thank you. Thank you. On
1: me.
6: Yeah. I've been moving calm, don't start no trouble with me Trying to keep it peaceful is a struggle for me Don't pull up at 6am to cuddle with me You know how I like it when you loving on me I don't want to die for them to miss me Yes, I see the things that they wishing on me Hope I got some brothers that outlive me They gon' tell the story with what's different God's plan, God's plan I hold back sometimes I won't yeah. I feel good sometimes I don't yeah. I finesse down Western road yeah. Might go down a G O D. I G.O.D. Yeah. I go hard on Southside G yeah. I make sure that North Side E bad things it's a lot of bad things that they wish and wishing, wish and wish and wish and they wish on me bad things it's a lot of bad things that they wish and wishing, wish and wish and wish and they wish on me yeah hey hey she say do you love me i tell her only partly i only love my bed and my mom i'm sorry Dub, I even got it tatted on me, 81, they bring the crashes to the party, and you know me, turn the O2 into the O3, dog. without 40 Ollie, there be no me, imagine if I never met the keys. God's plan, God's plan, I can't do this on my own, hey, no. someone watching it close, yup. South Side G, hey, wait I make sure that North Side E, yeah And still Bad things It's a lot of bad things That they wishing and, wishing and wishing and wishing And wishing, they wishing on me Yeah Yeah Bad things It's a lot of bad things That they wishing and wishing and wishing And wishing, they wishing on me
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: joining me choir I'm like, no, you ain't gotta got join me as you join choir Welcome back. Welcome back to the Ray Sorrell Show. Uh-oh, let me... Uh-oh, okay. Welcome back to the Ray Sorrell Show. I am just sitting up here still thinking about Andre. For those of you who don't know, that I've been knowing Andre since he was a little boy. And the fact that this young man is uh, doing some of the things that he's doing right now, I'm just floored. I'm, I'm amazed At, at his progress and the way that God has used him and he's fearless too. Let me just say this right here. The young man is fearless. It's, it blows my mind when I see people that, that are fearless and just not afraid to do anything. Um, not afraid to do, you know, what God is leading them to do. Let me just say this to y'all, man. Um, as we begin to start to wrapping up this show, it's hard to break, break the mold. It is, it's hard to break the mold because sometimes you don't have a point of reference right? Like you're the first person in your family to go to school. You're the first person in your family to maybe pastor a church. You're the first person in your family to maybe own their own business or, you know, to actually stay married more than six months. I mean, if we just tell the truth about it and I just want to tell y'all, man, it's hard, but please understand somebody is watching you, right? Somebody is paying attention to you. Someone is, um, amazed at you. They, they, they wish they can be you. Don't pay attention to the haters. Okay. Because no matter what, you're always going to have haters. Okay. It's always going to be somebody got something to say. I remember when I was out there and I was in them streets and I was, you know, being the so-called gang member and everything else, people would say, I need to go to church. And then when I started going to church, people was like, Oh, you too saved. And I wouldn't get invited to the barbecue because. They were scared they couldn't drink and smoke because I was there. It's like no matter where you are in life, there's always going to be somebody to talk bad about you. But you know what? The thing about it is a lot of people don't know what you've been through. They just don't. They don't know what you've been through. They don't know how hard you worked. They don't know the tears that you cried. They don't understand the, the loneliness that you've experienced because you decided that you were going to live your life without apologies. So I just want to just encourage somebody that's listening right now, as we say in the black church under the weak sound of my voice and don't give up. Keep going. Please understand that God has a great plan for you. I mean, really think about it. Why would, why would, would God go through all this and wake you up in order for you to just live from check to check? Why would God allow you another day on this planet for you to just be miserable? You know what I mean? I mean you gotta really think about this. God has great plans for you and He He wants to do great things for you. And I'm gonna play a song for you because Brother Cortez says something in the song that's so awesome. He said, You just don't know. And that's the problem a lot of people don't know. Guess what? A lot of people don't care. But I just wanna I just wanna pause right now and take a little bit of my time that God has given me on this platform to just encourage somebody, even right now. Keep it locked to the Rail show. I'll be right back.
3: know what I've been through Let me share my story with you All the things that he brought me through My stormy days and my rainy days You don't know All the tears I've cried. Things I've kept bottled up inside. Trying my best to be strong. Waiting on God.
1: You don't, know. don't know. You don't know. You just don't know. don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Tell somebody you just don't know.
0: Welcome back to the Ray Sorrell show. This is a part of the show um, that I call Soul Food. Um, This is actually sponsored by my good friend at R40 Photos Media Group, Ed Jones, a veteran, owned and operated. He does photography, graphic designs, whatever you need, Ed got you. You can email him at r40photos at gmail.com or you can go to www.facebook.com slash r40 photos you would not be disappointed i i was thinking about the topic of the conversation this week i was really really just going back and forth in my head and a scripture came to mind an old scripture that a lot of people know um but first corinthians chapter 15 verse 33 first corinthians Chapter 15, verse 33 says, and I'm giving you the NIV version, okay? I know some King James people out there, but it says, Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Let me just say this one more time. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. There's an old... Thing that we say in a my old neighborhood, birds of a feather flock together. If you want to know who you are, look at your friends. You know, it's, it's amazing how, how much we look like our environment. It's amazing how much that our environment has shaped and molded us and we don't understand why we are the way that we are. Let me just pause right here and just say this right here you most of the time can't share um choose your environment many of us wasn't born with a silver spoon in our mouth in our mouth we wasn't born with a whole lot of money in the bank so you really can't change your environment you can't growing up you can't really pick the schools you want to because it has a lot to do with the tax bracket that you that you was reared in You can't change yourself being a woman. You can't change yourself being a man. You can't change your skin tone. But what you can do is change the way that you speak and the way that we think. The scripture says, do not be misled. Please understand something is leading you even right now. Really think about it. Something is driving you. Something is leading you to be in who you are. There is something on this planet. It might be your children. It might be your dreams. It might be your desires. It might be your goals. It might be something that you told yourself a long time ago. I am ugly because my mama said I'm ugly. I am a deadbeat person because that woman said I was a deadbeat person. Let me tell you something. Something is leading you, but I just want to pause right there and say, do not be misled. No matter what's going on in your life, do not be misled. In other words, you have to ask yourself, are you going in the right direction? And if you're not going the right direction, please understand there is an off ramp that you're able to go to. That's right. You there's a U-turn that you're able to go. You don't have to be what everyone else says you have to be. You don't always have to go where everyone says you have to go. You got to understand that you are a unique individual and God has placed you on this planet to be something special. Life is All about your belief and every decision that you have in this world is based on that belief. Every decision, every time you turn, you go to work because you have a belief they're going to pay you. You go to school because you have a belief that if I get this degree and I go to the best schools, they're going to give me more money. I have a belief that if I take care of my kids, they're going to grow up and they're going to be prosperous. They're going to be great people. But not only that, when I get older, I'm going to be able to sit back and they're going to take care of me. They're not going to put me in a nursing home. But do not be misled no matter what's going on in your life, please understand something is leading you and you need to make sure that you're being led by the right thing. You need to make sure that God is leading you in the right direction. And you ask yourself, well, pastor, how do I know where God is leading me? Well, one of the things you can do is see if it lines up with his scripture. See if it lines up with with the, with the inspired word of God. Look and see, does God want you sleeping around? Does God want you living bad? Does God want you drunk every day? Does God want you going to club and from bed to bed? You have to ask yourself, what am I supposed to be doing? The second part of the scripture I thought was really cool. It says bad company corrupts good character. In other words, you got to watch your company. For real, you gotta you gotta there has to come a time in your life where you just watch your company. Make sure that the people around you are healthy. Make sure that the people around you have your best interests at heart. You don't wanna be around people that's not gonna do good for you. You don't wanna be around people that's that that that, that's that's bad for you and 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 they just gonna treat you bad. I don't understand how people stay around people that they know are no good for you. I don't know about you. If I sat on a on a chair that was uncomfortable, I'm going to get up and find me another chair. If I've laid in the bed and I felt like it was thorns in the bed, I'm not going to get comfortable. But I'm learning in life that many of us are uncomfortable. I mean, we're comfortable at being uncomfortable. Let me say this again, because that's real good. If you want to, you can tweet that. Many of us are comfortable at being uncomfortable. We're we're so content with our friends. We know they're not going anywhere. We know they're not trying to do anything. And I know we have this loyalty to our friends and stuff like that. And that's cool. But it's all right to have loyalty to yourself, too. If you feel like the people are not going where you're going, you don't have to talk bad about them. You don't have to put them down. But it's okay to move forward. The scripture says right here, it says bad company corrupts good character. Let me say something like this. Loneliness will mess you up. Loneliness will have you with people that you know are no good. Loneliness would drive you crazy. Let me say it again because maybe you didn't hear me. Loneliness would drive you crazy. It will have you in the wrong bed. It will have you at the wrong club. It will have you at dangerous places because loneliness has driven us crazy sometimes. And we say I need to be around somebody. I need to be around something. And let me tell you sir, you can be alone and not be lonely. Make a promise to yourself. Let me just say this right here. Make a promise to yourself. Just like Andre said earlier, make a promise to yourself. Make sure that tomorrow's you is proud of today's you. Let me say this again. Make sure that tomorrow's you are proud of the decisions that today's you made. Because truth of the matter is, tomorrow has enough problems of its own without you creating even more problems for yourself. Make sure that no matter what you do, you always think about the consequences of your actions. And the final thing I want to say, because the scripture says, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. And what the the author of that text is already saying is you already got good character. You was raised right. You was raised in a good neighborhood. You was raised with a good family. Your mama didn't have much, but she did the best that she could. Your daddy didn't come around all the time, but when he did come around, he showed you love. Let me tell you something. Please understand. Please hear this out. You have to remember who you are at all times and stick with your core. Doing comedy and going to different locations and different clubs around the country. I have learned something. People will try to change you. People will try to slip you something or, and make you smoke something and make you act a particular way. But you have to be content with what who God made you to be. You don't always have to change. You don't always have to do what other people do. Don't allow the situation to control you. I've learned something that when a situation controls you, what it is, it's just like putting a loose or, or putting a noose around your neck, a dog collar around your neck, and it's changing you to what it wants you to be. You don't have to get mad because a person cut you off in traffic. Maybe they got to rush home because there's an emergency. You don't have to get mad because of the person at their job is is, is trying to cut you off and, and trying to hurt you. Don't worry about it. What God has for you is for you. Let me say this right here. Nothing can take away what God has for you. And the final thing I want you to understand before I leave this show today, please know this right here. We are supposed to be thermostats and not thermometers. That's right. In other words, it's not our job to measure the temperature. It's our job to change the temperature. When you walk into a room, smile. When you walk into the room, have your chest out and your head up. When you walk into a room, speak with confidence. Let people know that you are a child of a king. Your daddy sits up high and he looks down low. You don't have to worry about what everybody else is doing, because guess what? God has already designed for you to be great. I just want y'all to know this. No matter what's going on in your life, you can make it. I know it's tough. I know people might not understand what's going on, but I need you to understand that God, God is in charge. No matter what's going on in your life, God is always in charge of everything, okay? Please understand that. God bless you. God keep you. I'm going to leave you with this song, but thank you again for listening to The Ray Sorrell Show. This has been Race Rail. Ahala.
3: I'm coming out of my comfort zone. Some of the places in my life that's comfortable. God is challenging me. Trust and believe for to go where I've not gone do what I've not done, so I'm coming out of my comfort zone, though it may cost me some friends, I'll walk alone, God is challenging me to trust and be for to grow where i am not gone, I must do what i am not done.
1: to walk into my destiny God is challenging please. to go where I'm not
3: near cool, and for the rest
1: of my I'll say yes yes yes, 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 yes. I'm coming out of my
3: I must do what I've done. Come know God is challenging me, trust and believe. If you're coming out, lift your hands and give me praise right now. I said, if you're coming out, lift those hands and bless the name of the Lord. Come on, help me praise Him right now. He's worthy to be glorified. Come on, come on, help me worship Him right now.
1: Come with us. things that help me bound